This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. So if you've ever dreamed of being on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine, then I don't know, you might hate today's guest because he's done it twice. Andy Stenzler is a serial entrepreneur in the truest sense of the word. Among many businesses he's been a part of, he co-founded Rumble, which is the boxing-inspired fitness concept. He's a partner in Gloss Lab and St. Art, and we'll get into all of that and a ton more. But first, let's welcome the very busy Andy Stenzler. Andy, (laughs) how are you? Certainly not too busy to talk to you today, Dan. I'm a huge fan of entrepreneur. And I will tell you that that first time that I was on Entrepreneur's uh, cover, it was a life changer. And so I'm internally grateful to uh, the magazine that they um, uh, thought that that was newsworthy. And it really was a moment in time for me where I, I you know, you're able to show your parents. Say, yeah, right. hey, I did something, right? I did yeah. something. And so, and so that, that was really, really, really exciting. So I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I had nothing to do with that decision, but I'm glad to be associated <laughs> with it. <laughs> I'll take full credit for it. Okay, um, perfect. <laughs> so you've got a lot of really cool things uh, going on that I, I definitely want to get into. And well, one of the things that sort of unites all these things that you're doing is they're kind of they're kind of not united. There's not a clear through line uh, in the types of businesses you're uh, involved in, which I think is is pretty cool. The, the diversity of things that you uh, have have invested in or founded. And can you talk a little bit about that? Because you know, so many people that we talk to, they've got this one singular passion that they pursue. But you seem to be able to look around and see all kinds of things happening. Well, I love I love ideas, and I, I think that the common theme amongst all my businesses is that you have to get excited about them. That you have to be passionate about them. But it's a formula. At least it has been for me, and everybody has their own lens on this. The formula for me is being able to navigate the bumps in the road well, driving towards the end goal, which of course is success for your shareholders, for for your employees, for your for your customers. And so I've been able to find the common theme across all my different businesses. And that theme starts with just perspective, which is what's important to this business. How Mm. is a consumer? I love consumer businesses. How's the consumer going to react to this? What are they like? And really listening to them. So, so even though the businesses look different, a lot of times the structure of them is the same. You've got problems. You have to address them. You have mm. to identify them and then you right. have to solve them. And so those problems might be different by each time, but but just kind of always reinventing and elevating and elevating. And that, that's what I really loved. And I just I just love creating. So that's where my entrepreneurial spirit has come from. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh well, Rumble, which uh, you know, is is popping up now all across the country. 
can you talk a little bit about you know how that idea came to be and and how it's expanded and you know uh, you've been in the news a bit with it. it it's done pretty well for you Andy <laughs> well uh, yes um, I love Rumble's amazing I'm at Rumble's offices right now you might not be able to see this but there's the big Rumble uh, logo behind me but I will say this about all the businesses including Rumble timing is so mm. important and you can't plan timing. That's where you have to get a little lucky, which is, is the time right or is the time right for the, the business with Rumble? Uh, I would say our timing was, was um, right on. And the reason it was right on is we really wanted to get into group fitness. We were trying to figure out how to get into group fitness, but there was Soul Cycle, there was Barry's, there was all these many, many, many group fitness concepts. And I was lucky enough, I don't know, I saw on TV an ad, and I think it was an Under Armour ad, and it was an ad, and I think Giselle was in the ad, and, and she had made, and it was a boxing ad, okay. and she made boxing approachable for everybody. Uh, now we go on to have an investor here who many of you know, which is Sylvester Stallone, but that's what people used to think of when they thought of boxing, which is right. Rocky and a you know boiler room and gross and all of these things. <laughs> and then here was Giselle and she was making it cool and that it was approachable and that women and men together would like it. And it dawned on me, I was like, that's how we're going to get in to group fitness. We're going to do boxing. And mm. so we thought about all these ways in and we came up with the Rumble concept and so many things made Rumble what it was, which was we had projections so you could follow along. It's, a, it's, hard to, it's hard to know the punches. There's six punches in boxing, a jab, cross, a front hook, a back hook, and a front upper and a back upper. So we gave them numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, and there'd be a projection up there that said jab one so you could follow along, right? It right. Was, group fitness uh, gets killed by confusion. And we had to solve the music. And my partner had owned all the best. My partner, Eugene Rem, had owned all the best nightclubs in New York City. Well, he knew how to think about music. So like mm. when you go to a rumble, it drops at the right time. One minute into the round, two and a half minutes into the round. In three, two, one. That's how the train. It's like everything was important. The lighting, the music, the projections, the stage, these water bags that we used. We had to like reinvent everything. But it all came down to the timing. The world was ready for it. And the thing that was mechanical about that was the marketing. In 2017, not, well, I don't want to say almost nobody in fitness was marketing on social. Matter of fact, there was a lot of talk about social where you're just listening into conversations. Could it really be in marketing? And I, my, what I like to talk about is that millennials would be really pissed if they saw an ad in their feed. And I right. had some, I had some millennial partners and they were like, what are you talking about? People yeah. hate those ads. And I had an instinct that said, I think it's, it's the world's changing a little bit. I hope that they'll one day be will write back and they'll show that the Harvard business school read a study on this, but right around when we opened in January, 2017, millennials went from being pissed that there was an ad in their feed to going, Hey, that might be in my feed. Cause I might be interested in right. They started clicking on it. And there was rumble with a really cool ad of my other partner, Noah Neiman, and uh, uh, to say, hey, you might like this. Mm. And, 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 and Rumble goes on through having this really, really great concept that the customers love, but really to become a marketing machine. And it really gives us a chance to become what, what many have said is a phenomenon. And so I sit, I sit here today really proud of Rumble and my part, what my partners helped create, what the greater team helped create, which was, it was, 
it was really a collaborative effort, but really that the customers embraced it. They embraced it by posting about it. Mm. They would post about it. And some of that content we would turn into ads and it became a cycle. Yeah. And so to, today, as, as you know, Dan, um, back in March, Rumble was sold to Exponential Fitness. And, and of course, it's been widely publicized that, that at full value, that'll be $300 million um, sale. And I couldn't be more excited because Exponential's the best group fitness company. They own eight other brands. It's run by this guy, Anthony Geisler, who's an absolute phenomenon. And they have already, I don't know, sold dozens and dozens of Rumbles in just the last two months. And they've got hundreds of leads. They sold Australia. So something we started in 2017 is about to be all over the world. And I mean, <laughs> what could make you feel better than that? That's that's incredible. That is awesome. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff in there that you talked about, uh, you know, sort of having this kind of a team of, of co-founders and partners who are real specialists in different areas and how you guys are all able to come together. And I wonder, uh, you know, we, we've, we've spoken before and, uh, you told me, uh, one of, one of the partners, uh, Sylvester Stallone, who you mentioned had an idea of how we could really get this rumble word out there. And, uh, and you guys thought maybe not, and you had to turn Sly Stallone's idea down. Can, can you talk about well, that a little bit? I, I, I can. I mean, uh, first of all, people should know that Sylvester Stallone is literally the best guy in the world. Uh, I mean, he's better in person than you might think he would be in watching the movies. I love the man. Lucky to meet him. If you told me that I was going to be starting a boxing concept and that Sylvester Stallone was going to be an investor in it, you know, like that's the kind of stuff where they laugh you out of the room. You're like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Through one through one mechanism or another, sure enough, Sly becomes one of our founding investors. And, uh, and uh, I, I'm proud to have listened to him and, and taken his advice. But so at some point in time, he decides that he thinks that we should make a reality television show. And I mean, this is Sylvester Stallone talking. Right. And so, so he's like, he thinks the trainers would make really interesting characters and <laughs> that, that they would do some, I'm sure, crazy things and some fun things. And um, uh, so he presents this idea. And my wife <laughs> is also runs our PR firm. It's London Mission Public Relations. She's owned it for 22 years. But so I, I married my publicist. That's a long story. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've been married for over... 20 years, but she's an amazing person. But, but, but she has a sort of rule. And that rule was the same reason that Sly wants to make it into a reality show is the same reason why I'm vetoing it, which is, <laughs> which is they want controversy and they want all these things that America's going to love. And so I'm sure that it would have been a very, very, very successful uh, reality show. And I'm also sure that Shari, Mr. Stenzel was correct in her assessment <laughs> that we should not know it. So that's probably the only time that I had to disagree with Sly, but, but boy, are we lucky to have had him yeah. as, a, as a founding partner, an amazing guy. That That's incredible. That That's awesome. And I, I think, well, you're a smart man to publicly agree with your wife, but I think in this case, <laughs> she was- I'm uh, sending her that clip right there. Just Make sure you give me that just yeah, yeah. so I can send it over to her. You know, and, and it would be a DM. <laughs> but I, I think I think she was uh onto something there. So that that's great. 
So I know. Um, so obviously, you're you're still involved there. You're 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 broadcasting from uh, from Rumble's headquarters. So that, so that's cool. Um, so how are you? You know, we mentioned at the top there. So your partner in Gloss Lab, uh, which is this um, membership manicure shop. How do, how do the ne- how does the next thing sort of find its way to you? Are you looking for it? And you can can you talk a little bit about what Gloss Lab is and what that oppor- what you saw in that opportunity? Right. Well, um, it, it, luckily, um, you know, the only thing that age is bad for is that um, the only thing that age is good for, I should say, saying it backwards, is that I've got a lot of experience in doing things wrong. Okay. And so when you're, when you're old, you have a track record of mistakes that you have made. Okay. So, um, I made a lot of mistakes and I live to tell about them is why we're still on this, this call, which is where you got to be lucky and be able to navigate those bumps of the road. But because of that experience, other types of opportunities find their, their way to me. It's like, I've been able to really, um, emphasize what's gone right and learn from, from the mistakes. So. So Gloss Lab, amazing founder, woman named Rachel Glass. Uh, we met through, uh, I think, a former Rumble employee had been interviewing there. And we met and, and we stayed and started to stay in touch. And then um, COVID hit. And so uh, Rachel had convinced me uh, that she was on to something. And so what is Gloss Lab? And I, why I got excited about it is there's a few key points. First of all, I always looked for a point of view. Rumble had a point of view. Well, Rachel had a point of view, and her point of view in Gloss Lab was hygiene. Gloss Lab is a nail salon. That's what Gloss Lab is. It's a nail salon. But Rachel had a point of view, and the point of view was that, frankly, many other nail salons were not focused on hygiene. What does that mean? I like to say that Rachel was a germaphobe before COVID, okay. and now everybody's a germaphobe. Right. So how does that translate into a nail salon? Well, that means... She went waterless. So there's no big bowl of water at your feet when you get in there. So they have a triple clean method, the way they do pedicures. It was, I loved it. It was hygiene focused. And the next thing was a financial model that was unique. And that was membership. Why wasn't a nail salon business? People get their nails done a lot. Women predominantly, some men get their nails done a lot. So, so why should it be a membership business where you can pay $125 a month for unlimited manicures and pedicures? So I thought that that was really neat. Of course, you could go in there for just an, uh, uh, a manicure or pedicure. And the third thing was the dry bar founders are investors in Rumble. So I had watched this dry bar, which is a blow dry bar business, mm-hmm. where they had found that there was this white space in the market for, for a brand. And that's the way I like to describe Gloss Lab. My wife described it to me. She said, people go to the least gross nail salon you can find. Right. And no one knows the name of that place. It's this place on the corner that I go to, or they go to the Four Seasons and spend a fortune. So right. it was Gloss Lab. They could be right in the middle. And when you could be right in the middle, and another inspiration from Dry Bar was, well, you could have products also, a big CPG business, not just not just the four wall business, but you could have hand creams, foot creams, nail polishes, um, uh, anything that, that Rachel's view, Gloss Lab views, they're going to own hands and feet. So I looked at all these things and I said, well, maybe we can add some of what we like to call the sauce. More coming up from our guests, but first, a word from our sponsor. 
Hey everybody, so hoping these conversations are getting you all fired up to finally start that business you always wanted to launch, or maybe take that side hustle to the next level, but maybe you need just a little more inspiration and information to kind of push you over the edge. Well, that's why I want to talk to you about Entrepreneur Insider. Entrepreneur Insider is a program that we have at entrepreneur.com that is geared to do all of that and more. It's a membership-based program that provides insights and advice from industry experts with exclusive benefits. Let me tell you about those benefits. When you join, you get access to premium articles, videos, webinars, really good webinars, I should add. These are not boring, put-you-to-sleep slideshows. These are great experts that have really, really sharp advice that you can listen to and use them like 10 minutes later. It's, it's really good stuff. You also get a weekly newsletter and you get an ad-free experience when you go to entrepreneur.com. Plus, you get a free one-year subscription to Entrepreneur Magazine, that paper thing that you could carry around and you never have to plug in to recharge. Really great articles every month, really awesome pictures. And sometimes it's nice to just read something on paper, I have to say, from my personal opinion. So how much does it cost to join Entrepreneur Insider? It's only $5 a month. If you join today, you start boosting your business knowledge, growing your brand, you get access to all these great things. And seriously, those webinars, they're really, really good. I heartily recommend you doing it just for that. And also the magazine, really cool stuff. So if you are interested, and I know you are because you could hear the pleading in my voice that this is actually a really cool deal, visit entrepreneur.com slash insider to unlock your access today. That's entrepreneur.com slash insider. Unlock your access, get going, get fired up, do it today. And we're back. <laughs> the sauce is a really important concept. The sauce means you've got something that's really, really, really long lasting. Okay. And that sauce is super important. It's a, it's, a, it's a vibe. It's a swag. It's the sauce. And so I thought that Gloss Lab had the sauce. And so we added some things that we were able to do at Rumble and some of the other businesses. We added celebrity investors and we added mm. influencers and we added financial titans, people who would help create their own value. And we just rate, went out and raised just under $10 million for Gloss Lab. And here it is. I think Gloss Lab has an opportunity to be the absolute category killer. So, mm -hmm. so for me, it's kind of funny. You go from boxing or group fitness to nails, right? but now I got people sending me on their DMs pictures of their manicure before they head to their rumble class. So, <laughs> so, so I, I, I like to, I've got an 18 year old daughter who's heading to university of Michigan, but I, I like to think that I became relevant again to her first. She wanted to be her friends to the, to the boxing classes. And now she, she can uh, call me and yeah. say, Hey, I need to get into gloss lab <laughs> with four of my buddies. So I find that relevant. So, so I, I couldn't be more excited about businesses like Gloss Lab, and I have a partner in that business, two partners in that business with, with Rachel, a guy named MJ Bass, who's a serial entrepreneur and was an investor in Rumble, a guy named Wilton Spate, who's was quarterback of the University of Michigan. He was also quarterback of UCLA. He was actually got to do both of them, played for the Niners for years. So I got amazing partners in that business. And then um, uh, it's, it's, it's just so fun. And so we've had some fun things, like the chain smokers came in and- um, yeah. They got their um, 
feet painted yellow. Right. And uh, PK <laughs> started bets with the devil, so he got his toenails painted. Also, we got people putting we got people putting smiley faces on. It's just, it's just that sort of fun. Yeah. So this, the culture is 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 super amazing, and so that that's how I I guess find the businesses. Like I, you see so many of them, but when you find something that has a point of view and has a financial business model, and that frankly now at this age something that I can help because mm-hmm. of everything that I've done right or wrong. That's what's exciting to me. So, so I will tell you that gloss lab is, is super fun. And, but to get back to your very original question, we're taking a lot of those same principles and we're transporting them to and elevating them and morphing them so that they're useful in gloss lab. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I, I you know, uh, to, to your point about your, um, ability to kind of help other people, well, a couple of questions. One is, you know, you, you've been, uh, you've been very, um, you, you've named all your partners, you're giving shout outs to everyone around you. So you're, you, you seem extremely collaborative. You don't seem to be <laughs> trying to, uh, so well, let me, you... let me, let me, let me add Anthony DeMarco to that. My fourth partner at Rumble, he ran the East coast for Google. So if there's a guy who made me tech forward and to realize that we need to put tech into every business, right. it was Anthony DeMarco. Okay. Now back to your question. No, no. So when you're, when you're forming these, these partnerships and working with people, you know, that that's a question that comes up a lot, which is like, how do I know this is the right person to partner with? Uh, do you like, how do you, how do you, how do you sniff that out? How do you, do you just get a vibe from people? How does that work for you? Well, I, I think also, um, uh, choosing, you got to choose your partners carefully because it is like getting married. And I think the thing that you can never be, look, it's like a marriage. It never goes perfect. There's, there's, we like to call them debates not mm-hmm. arguments. Those are debates that you have with your partners. You're constantly right. debating and pushing each other forward. But at the end of the day, what's been, what's been the secret for me is surrounding myself with partners that have skills different than mine, that mm. can bring different pieces to the table. There's another business that I'm involved with, which is called Saint Art. And it's a woman's clothing company. And it's a women's clothing company that is focusing on street fashion, but it's com- combining everyday wear with high fashion, with active wear to come up with street fashion. And it's, and it's the, the brain child behind that is a woman named Caroline Gogolak. And she co-founded an active wear brand called Carbon 38. And she also, close to my heart, SoulCycle, because we both had Equinox as our largest investor, uh, Rumble at Equinox, and they own SoulCycle. She ran the retail division for SoulCycle and took their sales from down 30% to up 30%. And she she's uh, went to Harvard, and she was at Goldman Sachs. And, and she's just an amazing, amazing woman. And she knows so much that I don't know is where I'm going with this question. Mm. So I loved her business model, which was to add sustainability that gets clothing um, uh, in trouble, the inventories, the waste. So she's got a sustainability model where she's able to produce the clothing within 30 days and keep on trends. And she's also a consumer person that won on multiple consumer brands. So when you think of, when you think of, uh, of putting that all together, she brings a very different skill set to me. I might bring organization and marketing and, and how you take the business from point A to point B, regardless of what it is. But, but at the end of the day, um, I love working with her. I love working with Rachel. I love working with my new CEO, or not new so much anymore this year, Ashley Camerini, 
who's the CEO of Rumble now. Like, so the, the idea that you can surround yourself with people of different talents and to realize that you're always going to have debates. Yeah. Never yeah. let the debate get the best of you. Yeah. Just like in the marriage. Right. Those are the things that have made, have made choosing partners um, uh, part of what I've done well. That that's that's awesome. So uh, that that leads me to uh, this. You know your your energy. You've you've got this amazing energy. You you're you're out there doing things and this this fund. You're looking to do a lot more. Do you you want to tell people yeah, about so, the fund? So so we're we're, we're starting a fund. Um, MJ Bass, Wilton Spade, and even the three operating uh, CEOs that I'm working with now, Ashley Camerini. Caroline Gogolak and Rachel Glass are all going to be part of this fund. And what, what this fund is, it's a $100 million fund that we're putting together. And really what it is, is of course to invest in the, the world's next best brands, but it's to invest in the world's next best brands that we're able to ensure their success or at least help ensure their success by bringing to the table all of these different experiences that the, the partners in the fund have had and the investors in the fund have had. So a lot of venture funds or private equity funds talk about helping the businesses. This is going to be an operational fund where we literally go in and help operate the businesses. No different than Rumble, Gloss Lab, St. Art. So we are um, uh, excited that we can It really... Uh, scale what we've been doing with these other companies and bring it to many more companies. There's so much opportunity out there. And uh, at this point in my career, I can't wait to utilize uh, that wealth of experience, the mistakes and the successes in order to help other entrepreneurs. So many entrepreneurs, I mean, I'm sure you, you have these stories on your podcast all the time, which is, I mean, there's so many failures and frankly, a lot that could have been avoided. So if we can if we can help uh, businesses by helping them navigate uh, the right path and to pivot when necessary and to bring the actual operational expertise and help to them, that's the goal of the fund. So that'll be launching uh, uh, next month, and um, you're basically breaking the news, Dan. Wow! All right, <laughs> excellent. Well, so for the entrepreneurs whose uh, ears just perked up and uh, want to get uh, grab your attention. You know what are you what are you looking for? What 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 kind of things? You know, not specifically industries, but what kind of entrepreneurs are you looking to to get? Uh, you know, in business with? Well, well, I love I love brand building. So certainly, people that are focused on brand. I've always been a brand first guy. So I don't care whether the brand is in tech or it's in four wall or it's in biotech for that matter. If you believe that you have an opportunity to build a brand and you've put together a, a business plan that shows how you're going to get there or you're already an operating company. What I love about the, the, the three companies, they're also really the testimonials. Like Rumble started in 2017, just sold for $300 million. Gloss Lab, it started a couple of years ago, just getting, got hit by COVID. And here it is raising probably more money than any nail salon has ever raised in the, in the nail salon business. And it's, it's off to races and, and St. Art, it's pre-revenue. So it doesn't matter what stage it's at, but it's still early mm. because the, the, where I think we can add the most value is early stage companies that are looking to be category killers that are looking to be brands in their space. So it's architecting a brand, uh, um, scientifically. So mm. 
there's art and science that goes into every brand creation. Right. But at the end of the day, I like to think that we've created a formula that is scientific on how we can best ensure that success. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have such a business and it's either raised some money or it's at stage two or it's at stage one or it's pre-revenue, we want to see it. Send it in. Send <laughs> okay. it in. Send it well, in. There it is. This is your moment, people. Everyone's looking for that, that, that game-changing, life-changing moment. This could be it. Uh, that that's awesome. And I know, you know, you 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 as you said, you love brands. You know, you were telling me about a brand that you don't necessarily have a financial interest in, but you just loved it. So you told me about it, Pet Lab. Yeah, I love it. I love Pet Lab. The, the founders of Pet Lab are actually investors in Rumble, but these two guys, Monsanto Brothers, these are some super smart guys. So I have learned a lot from them. And what I love about uh, Pet Lab is that they're so data focused. I'm like a data nerd also. And, and what they do is they do a thing called lean testing. And what lean testing means is they use their Facebook group. Not only is that Facebook group because it's pecs, um, uh, provide them with so much content. They're able to literally use that group or information to know which products to produce. So they produce products like uh, the way your dog gets that red stuff in their eyes and they produce a product that makes that go away. They, they have the dental water for dogs because they know pet owners are fanatics. I'm a pet owner. Yeah. So, so, so uh, I know you're a pet owner. I so, am. So, so, so being fanatical about your pet, I love that they've done something amazing with the brand. It's the fastest growing brand in, in the pet world of all time, right? Uh, something like a hundred million dollars in revenues after two years. These guys have really crushed it and they've done it through brand creation, but brand creation through data. And I love it. It's like, if I, if I could spend all day on the phone with you, I'd be able to talk about all the different investors that Rumble's had and things that I've learned from them. And then if I tried to, to try to apply to other businesses, and certainly Masancho Brothers are, are people that I've learned from and, and try to use their, their, their strategies in the businesses that I work with. Yeah, no, well, that's, uh, you know, you, you had told me about that. And I, that's, it's just, it's so obvious, but not, but not a lot of people do that, which is use your social media following, throw stuff out there, see how people react to it before you invest lots of time and energy into something that actually nobody wants. <laughs> you know, right. they all La wanted La that. Right. Yep. Launch, listen and learn, get the information. Right. They, I, 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 I agree with you. Social media. Look, it, 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 the next success is, of course, TikTok is like the Wild West. So um, um, there's an investor in, in Rumble, Jason Derulo, who really took his career and, and pivoted to TikTok and he became a phenomenon again. And like, but, but what's going on in TikTok? It's just like Instagram was. It's, if you can figure it out, there's going to be some serious brands built on yeah. TikTok. Right now, I don't know that anyone's figured it out because no. it's the Wild West. But, but, but I, I can tell you that We've got interns at these companies. I've got interns from Syracuse. I've got interns from BU. I got interns from Penn. I've got interns from Michigan across all these companies. And we're looking to learn from the interns because they're all in college. Right, and, right. and if I got to learn about TikTok, I want to learn about TikTok from college. Kids. Yeah. So I love our interns. Like, uh, 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 I love being at the stage I'm at. And I will go going in. If, if, if I have my way this summer, we're going to learn from those interns. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, Andy, you've got uh, you've got a lot of work to do, so I'm going to let you go. 
<laughs> but uh, really, really awesome insights here and uh, super exciting, all the stuff that you're working on. And you've got a very infectious energy. So I hope people are fired up and uh, ready to, to get, get working on, on their dream project. So thanks so much for talking to us. Well, thank you, Dan. I uh, uh, I had a pleasure being on um, Entrepreneur, and thank you very much for helping me bookend it with the cover and now the podcast. There you go. There you go. All right, we'll go for the three-peat on the cover. We'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm ready. Thank you All very right. much, Dan. All right, take care. Have a good one. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Don't make me big people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.